Welcome to the Girls Talk podcast, where girls talk, girls share, girls listen and girls take control. I'm Adjo Boa and I started Girls Talk because of my own struggles with mental health. The thing that brought me out the other side was knowing I wasn't in this alone, talking about my problems with my girls and moving my body to clear my head. Which is why, every episode, I'm going to invite my friends to talk, share, listen and take control of our shit. Because together, we will become individually and collectively stronger, inspire each other and create a badass community. So, listen to us when you need to put your headphones in, block out the noise and surround yourself with the tools to control whatever chaos is in your life. Hi, lovely ladies. It's a new month and we've got a new theme. And this one is probably one of my favorites so far. For all of March, we're going to be talking about love and sex. Um, So we want all your submissions about relationships, sex advice, love stories, heartbreak, female pleasure, the whole shebang. And please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. It's really boring, but it's how we get our listener figures and how we know if we're making content that you all love. The Girls Talk podcast exists to make women everywhere feel less alone. I want you all to hear the stories of amazing women so we can lift each other up and share our tools of strength and power. So without further ado, I would like to start the first part of the podcast, Girls Talk. So the first part of the podcast is Girls Talk. Oh, God, I'm actually really starstruck. Really starstruck. No. <laughs> no, no, really, really starstruck. But none of our listeners know, because they're not here, who I'm <laughs> starstruck about. So I would like to introduce Emma Mackey and Amy Lou Wood from the amazing TV series Sex Education. <laughs> The feeling's very mutual. Yeah, I'm so starstruck. No, I'm so starstruck. I've literally been telling everyone who will listen about what I'm doing today. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'm like, I know how jealous you are. It's fine. You're just not showing it. I know how jealous you are. I can feel it. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. It really means a lot. Thank you for having us. And I absolutely fell in love with sex sex education. I, I watched the whole series in a day. Yeah. That's what we like to hear. Yeah, no, it was amazing. I mean, the show's done so well and congratulations. But I would love to know a bit about you both and your life story. Not your whole life story, because we've only got an hour. But, you know, why you are who you are and why you're sitting here right now. And then we'll get get into all of the, the, the sexy bits. Nice. Do you want to start? Yeah, what, why am I who I am? Yeah. <laughs> it's a big old one. question. Yeah. Well, I am from Stockport in the northwest of England. And I'm not from any, like, no one in my family has acted or anything like that. Um, but I am from a family of actors. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, not yeah. by profession, but... Um, I feel that as well. Yeah. I feel like, that as well. My mum is hilarious. She's, like, the funniest woman. Like, her improvisation skills are astounding yeah. and like I spent my whole childhood like doing characters and sketches with her and it was kind of mainly me my mum and my sister in the house because my dad was rather absent yeah. <laughs> I love you now dad but uh you know so um yeah <laughs> and I think that a lot of my 
escape was through like writing plays yeah. and making my friends do the plays. And, you know, when things were a bit tumultuous. Is that the word, tumultuous? Yeah. I don't know yeah, where yeah. that came it's from. It's a really good word. It's a good word, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that I always found, but I didn't, I was very shy. So I made my friends act in them. I never did acting. And then as I got older and I went to secondary school, at primary school, I was very much accepted as a freak, like, and everyone kind of loved that. And like, I had an imaginary dog called Kenny that went missing and everyone looked around the oh, school yeah, for would, it. Yeah, yeah. And they were coming over Where's with, invis- like, with yeah. pieces of air yeah. going, Amy, is this Kenny? And I'd be like, no, that's not Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> that's a different one. No, no that's next. not. Like, so it was really, I got very comfortable at primary school yeah. with that kind of, and then it obviously got knocked out. Like secondary school was tough. Like everyone thought I was, you know. So freak. before that, they loved the freak and you after that, yeah. they were like, eee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think because I grew up with Not those sure kids, it was, they were used to it. Yeah. Whereas then I got, went to this new yeah. school and I was very odd. And there were, you know, there were a lot of bullies knocking around. Mm. And so I think my way that I figured out that to protect myself from that stuff was to be funny and to look like I didn't care mm-hmm. at all. And so I started doing a lot of drama class and, um, like kind of dropped the whole academic side of stuff and just became like the class clown, which I am quite happy about because it's ended yeah. up that I've come here, yeah. got to here. But yes, yeah, so that's 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 it. That's that's the gist of how I wound up in this trade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this uh, this whole trade, yeah. A lot of escapism actually, yeah. which is yeah. But now it's now it's my reality, I guess. <laughs> well, where to start? Um, I grew up in a very small little town in the northwest of France called Sablé-sur-Sarthe, represent. Um, and I went to like private Catholic school. There were like 100 people in, in my sixth form. There's like a literally four people in my class. So it's very like small town, kind of small town conservative, mm. um, yeah, thoughts going on and mindsets. So it was interesting growing up there. I was kind of stayed with the same group of people my whole whole life, really, because we went to the same school. Um and I did like improv, like we, we used to improvise plays in this little village theatre group, like next door to where I lived. And so I did that for a bit and then moved to the UK at 17 and went to uni and did English. And I really loved, I, re- I was very studious, very academic. I love, I love, still love books, but I used to be obsessed with reading and writing. Yeah. And yeah, it was amazing. And that was, and the whole like drive behind going to uni was to be able to do acting and do theatre mm. on the side so get like a normal degree yeah, yeah, yeah. and do English and then on the side um, catch up on lost time so to speak and just yeah get involved in as many plays as possible um, and it was great and then I moved to London and started taking it seriously and here I am yep. yeah yeah oh, well congratulations <laughs> to you both thank, thank you, you. Yeah. but it is interesting I just want to talk a bit about school I mean Emma who were you at school like Amy, you obviously said you went through your different phases. It was class clown, freak, you know, the whole shebang. Like, who were you at school? I think I was constantly trying to fit in. Mm. I was, like, constantly trying to find my group of people. And... I wasn't wasn't popular because I was, was like like I said, very, like, bookish and kind of weird. And there's this word in French called... It's coincé, which means someone who's, like, trapped. So someone who doesn't like to... It's the word they use for someone who is, like, a virgin or, like, you know, who doesn't like whatever... So they, I would be like, I was that girl in secondary school and like kind of just really, um, yeah, not very popular. But I had a, I had some really good friends like kind of spread out throughout the years yeah, and yeah. who is, so I'm still really close to. So that's really nice. But yeah, just very, I kind of kept myself to myself and kept a very select 
group of people around me, I think. Because mm. yeah. the reason I asked, I thought it was very interesting in sex education that um, the director, Laurie Nunn... The, red, the writer, writer yeah, 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 Nunn, yeah, yeah. She, um, there was a, a massive sense of, like, that kind of American culture in terms of the different the groups that you yeah. have at school. And it's something that's not so obvious, I suppose, in English schools, but definitely something that's very prominent. And yeah. I know I definitely went through my different phases and I kind of relate to you, um, Amy, in terms of like, it was fine when I was at my younger school to be weird and odd and everyone loved that in me. And then when I moved to boarding school, it was like something that I tried to hide from yeah. and yeah. and kind of reject because I needed to fit in. Yeah. It's so, I think because everyone's scared in secondary school, everyone is, and fear makes people protect themselves. So then, you know, the it's the classic thing that the bullies are often the most fearful yeah. people in the school because, yeah. and I think that it's, yeah, at primary school, it's kind of like everyone's just being themselves and you've known each other since you were four. Yeah. So everyone's kind of comfortable. And then it's like, okay, now everyone's terrified. Fend for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> From 11 onwards, you've got yeah. to fit in to one two-dimensional role. So, like, if you're a multifaceted person, you better change that now. Mm, you better, so like, true. just play a character. Pick the character you want to play and play it because that's the safest way to be. You want to, because it's so concentrated, the, the, the bubble is so small. There's not room for fully, like, formed yeah. humans. So yeah. you've got to basically dilute yourself to fit in. So, so if you've got, if you're funny, if you're, like, a little bit funny, you've got to only be funny. Mm -hmm. You can't have any like serious side. You can't be sad. Yeah. There was a day that I came in and I was just wanted to be quiet and like be alone with my thoughts. It would be like, what's wrong with you? And then it'd be like, okay, dance monkey. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And then, or if you were pretty, you had to only be pretty. You were the fit girl. That was it. Like you, you were only allowed one attribute each, mm -hmm. it felt like. You weren't allowed to be everything. And then I guess when and I understand why that happens because it is just it's just a safety thing. It's a it's a defense mechanism to go, I'm just this one thing, don't look at me any longer. Cause you don't really want to be looked at. Because yeah. you're scared of what people will see if they really look at you for too long. Like because I always think that embarrassment is just like, well, oh, the shit, they've seen me. Yeah, yeah. Like, they've yeah. seen who I actually am. So playing that part kind of gives you that protective shield, I guess. And I think it is very it's it is a lot more because of all the um american films it seems like it's a lot more of an american thing but it, it is so cliquey yeah, at school in, completely. in england like because obviously it was you know it's an english tv show and i could i found it very i i loved that it was um the show felt like a bubble that you all felt very like connected and in this one space because that's what school's like you know yeah. nothing the rules, the stereotypes, the hierarchy in schools is like, that's all you know. Yeah, it's like your um, whole world. Yeah, and that's, and that's that, those are the rules of the school and nothing, you know, we don't even think about what's happening after school and that so-and-so that who was the coolest person at school is then going to maybe not be the coolest person yeah. after school. It's in that moment, it's like... Which is yeah, usually it's, true it's, as well. Like the, no, yeah, I mean, it's exactly. So it does change really for all you listeners. It really yeah. does. <laughs> thank God as well. No, yeah, thank, thank God. God. Yeah. And I really used theatre as an escape when I was at school. Yeah. I mean, it was my, I was very shy and, and that was so fine. And then I got to a boarding school and we were all made to, you had to fit in. You couldn't wear those shoes. You couldn't wear that yeah. jumper. You couldn't wear this. You had to all be the same. And it was so confusing mm. and, and terrifying yeah. and 
And you see, as you grow up, these certain things that you've picked up from school that kind of ingrain themselves into your DNA f for when you're a grown-up. Yeah. And insecurities you have that were kind of brought on from school. Mm. Yeah. But what was it? I want to know a bit about your audition, both of yours audition. Did you bring your own kind of like, your own thoughts and your own life stories into the audition for both Maeve and Amy? Mm. Good question. I guess, I don't know, I can't, I, I don't know if, I mean, yeah, I guess you have to, because it's part of the job, you have to like, give a part of yourself. But um, yeah, it was weird, it was like, what, I've like four or five rounds, I think, and mm. for me anyway, and yeah, she, I just like from the first moment I read the part, and she, and Maeve's changed a lot since the first draft that we got, like, okay. she, yeah, she's, yeah, she kind of evolved over time, and it was just a really cool process, like every audition I went into, I didn't feel, I wasn't, um, scared shitless like I usually yeah. am for auditions because the, after I think the second one I met we met um I met Ben the director and um John and Jamie the producers and um Sean who is um who works on script and so from audition two I, they were already really really welcoming and really nice and yeah so it was just a, a pleasure really but yeah I definitely brought a bit of myself in it was like going back in time mm -hmm. really weird and especially when you get on set I didn't go to that kind of school like it well it didn't look anything like that but going back and being surrounded by extras and all the supporting artists and like all the lockers and you know the playground or whatever it was and the classrooms it just felt so real and I was like oh my god yeah. we're back in school this is so fucked up mm. um but it was great and it helps and all of those extra things like the costume and the people and, and the setting help you go back in time and and develop your character I suppose yeah, yeah. I originally went for Lily okay interesting um, and when I got those through, I was like, yeah, this is perfect. Like, because it said she was going to have like train trap braces and like yeah. she was going to have like free. And I was like, this is brilliant. This is exactly what I want to do. And I went in like three times. And I think that Lily, I found really comfortable yeah. because I thought these are the types of qualities that I liked about myself. Mm -hmm. Like in, in hindsight, I'm like, I like that I was weird and I like that I was freaky. So I kind of found that really easy to do. Then went after the third time and they went, okay, can you come in for Amy instead? Then I read Amy and the, and Amy chimed with me in a different way. That She actually, if I'm honest, it was like, oh no, I'm actually more like Amy. I oh. wish I was like Lily, okay, but I'm more like Amy. And that made me more uncomfortable because I was like all the kind of like performing for boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, you know, like like people pleasing mm -hmm. and like codependent and trying to keep everyone happy and in, and basically keeping nobody happy mm -hmm. because she's trying to keep everyone happy, especially not herself. And like like all the kind of yeah, I love sex. I'm really sexually confident, but mm. actually, her, like is not at all. Yeah. And she's just using it as currency. Like validate me, validate mm -hmm. me. So. The switch from it was like playing with Lily. It was all very comfortable. It didn't really. When I was going into those auditions, it didn't feel like it was costing me anything. I just okay. felt like I was having yeah, a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah. And then as soon as it changed to Amy, it scared me a lot more because I thought this will, I'll have to like reveal parts of myself that maybe I don't like as much. And actually that's why I'm so happy that I got to play her because it did cost a lot more than it would have done to, for me personally to play Lily. Because Lily, I think like I would love to be like, yeah, this is me. I just didn't give and it. She was so I was like this at school. Yeah, I'm I so know. confident. Mm. I went for it. I knew who I was, but actually, like there was a lot of Amy in me, and and I didn't like that. I was like, oh no, this is scary. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad because I think it's 
the scarier it is, the better, because yeah, you end up yeah. at the end of it, you feel so much more satisfied. Mm-hmm. And it's like the, that catharsis is amazing, like mm-hmm. to, to do something that really. And also because I knew that the first scene of the thing was going to be the sex scene yeah. and a full on one. And so I knew that and I was thinking, I can't do this. But I think, no, yeah, I definitely, definitely brought a lot of myself to Amy, like yeah. a lot. And what was, um, I mean, we're talking about sex education. What's the school called again? Mordale. Mordale. But let's talk about, Mordale. what about Mordale. you both, sex and love, when you were at school? When did you lose your virginity? I was 16. 16. I was 18. Yeah, and I was 17. I was at uni. I didn't, I was yeah. But what was... I found sex and love very hard to navigate around when I was at school. And I think from everything you both said and everything that I picked up from watching the show, I went through different... I think a lot of it was surrounding a very... I had zero self-worth, a huge amount of... a massive sense of um, no confidence, Mm -hmm. and um, which then led on to kind of using people to validate what I can kind of conjure up myself. Yeah. Um, who was your... So, yeah, just walk me through kind of like sex and love when you were at school and what kind of... What was going on with everyone, your peers, when you were at school? Because everyone at my school was having sex. Really? Yeah. Everyone, I got to boarding school and everyone was talking about being fingered and this. And I was yeah. like, oh, my oh God, God, I don't know what fingered yeah. means. What does it mean? What does it mean? And you have to go on, you know, boy asks you to go for a walk. And I was like, I don't want to go for a walk. No. I, you know, Friends is on or Hollyoaks. I <laughs> yeah. can't deal with this. More important things yeah. to do. And yeah. it was just so, it was so much pressure. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. It was for everyone. My like s- sex and love for me was non-existent yeah. up until sixth form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like at th- years seven to eleven. It was like everyone was doing exactly that. Like you know, and it started young, didn't it? it with some people so like so young. And so and so gave so and so a blowjob. Yeah, blowjob. Blowjob, blo- the word blowjob was everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, I went the opposite way. I was like, disgusting. No, no, I never too. want to hear any of that. Because there was, do you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. like, all like the lady yeah. doth protest way too much. <laughs> um, obviously, like in my own time, yeah. definitely feeling yeah. sexual. But like at school, I'd be like, Ugh, this is awful. And then like, it's so bad because. I think I was always really awkward and it was always like, oh, the little like Bugs Bunny girl. Oh. And then that kind of became, sixth form came and I like developed and stuff and that kind of became a little bit kind of, oh, she's kind of weirdly hot. Yeah. And then I was getting loads of attention. Yeah. And that was bad yeah. because it went from nothing yes, to like a exactly. lot. And it was like, do you know, and I could hear all the like sixth form. Yeah, I actually kind of got a crush on that weird one. Yeah. Like that, that weird one's actually quite hot. Yeah, and all the stuff, like, it sounds so fucked up, but this is just how kids work. Georgia Jagger yeah. was, like, getting... And everyone was like, oh, my God, it's kind of like getting London look. Yeah. So her teeth became cool. Yeah. And then, like, I was getting all this attention. I was like, thanks, Georgia. That's amazing. And, like... I can't wait to tell Georgia yeah, that. Yeah, literally, it was. I was like, thank, <laughs> thank God you, she exists yeah. because this thank is helping God. me hugely. Because then I was, like, cool. It's yeah. like, do you model? Yeah. Do you model just because of these teeth? And I was like, no, I don't, but, you know, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I went from literally the person that... Like, spreading your teeth yeah, apart exactly, every night. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, literally. Like, and, like, boys being the ones who would come over to me and go, Amy, could you talk to, could you talk to so-and-so for me? I really like her. Thanks, mate. Yeah. I was that girl. Yeah, yeah. To Amy, and I'd be like, who do you want me to talk to? And I'd be like, no, I want to talk to you. And I'd think, what? So I was just, like, rumming. It was like, yes, yeah, here yeah. we go. 
And um, but then that really got to my head, like eating disorders kicked in, all of that stuff. Cause it was like, really? yeah, like I was like, I then wanted to become, it was like I was saying, you're only allowed one quality. Yes. I'd been the funny one. And then I thought, oh, now maybe is my chance to kind of be the popular hot one. Mm-hmm. This is, I'd never thought this was going to happen. So I really went like the opposite way. And I was trying to be really cool. And I, I was like, I was trying to be like, the, I, was, I, I, I don't know, I was just playing a part. And then, but thank God, I actually like met a boy who I ended up being with for like three and a half years. And that's who I lost my virginity to. And that was like, the because I don't know what would have, I was so fragile. And I think that if I hadn't have, because I could have, it could have been like, it just happened to be that I picked the right person because he mm. didn't take advantage of how vulnerable I was. And, and I think, thank God. And like, but I hate the fact that like, because I watch obviously in sex education where Steve is like, Amy, what do you want? Mm-hmm. I had a bit of a top heavy Steve as a first boyfriend, which is, which was a blessing because that's rare yeah, in young yeah. boys. So I'm, I'm, it was kind of, it was after I broke up with him that the, that the shit really started hitting the fan, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But so, but the school, school days, the final day of school were quite safe for me because yeah. I had him. And I hate the fact that I had to have a boy to make me feel safe, but. That just yeah, was just the way needed. it was at the time. Yeah. yeah. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's yeah. A definitely a learning lesson, isn't it? Yeah. Love and sex in general has taught me so much about myself and really, and it's been so uncomfortable, I think, because when you get older, you start to look back and on that kind of awkward moment and why mm. you did that. And it's all because you're kind of, it's all vulnerability and it's all kind of yeah. your insecurities kind of yeah. flaring up. Yeah. But, what about you, Emma? Um, it was, I was just thinking when you were saying that, like, I remember in secondary school, so like, you know, 10 to, when I was 10 to 13, 10 to 14, I, again, like the whole like quantity thing and like, I was kind of, you know, no one really spoke about sex. It was either like the boys talking about porn and I was oh, like yeah. so shocked by it. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. But we didn't, I, I, we didn't really speak about it. And then, and, and I remember like having kind of boyfriends of like a week or two weeks in secondary school and like, the sc- there, I was bullied throughout secondary school by this girl, and um, she like she would they would organise kissing between me and this boyfriend. So like the whole like playground would like come in a circle, and I literally like physically get dragged into the circle, and someone mm. would put our faces together to make us kiss, and it was just like and I, awful. And when I think when I think yeah. back about, I'm like that happened. Like yeah. people were like, oh my god, yeah, they're kissing. Like, and and so that happened. And then, yeah, kind of, I mean, at six foot, like I said, like I was very, yeah, just hid, just hid in my books. And I didn't, you know, I had very like literally just a handful of friends that I really trusted. And, but I just, I just studied because I didn't like the whole, like everything else. Like I didn't know who who I could actually trust and like, I didn't know what group I belonged to. And um, yeah. And then in sixth form, I remember like, like, you know, when people talking about, oh, like rumors going around, like so-and-so had sex with so-and-so, I'd be like, what, they've had it's like that's really yeah. shocking like yeah. why would they have sex it's really like really early like because no one ever spoke about it so yeah when you're kind of you, when you don't know about it and you, and no one talks to you about it in a kind of a healthy way you don't it's shocking because you feel like you're behind and you're mm-hmm. like well, yeah. why, what am I doing wrong like why you know and so yeah like it might for me it didn't really happen until uni and like you know properly I suppose getting 
attention, so to speak, because I was literally like the little, the quaint French village girl who mm-hmm. came to Leeds and everyone mm. was like, what's that? Wow, who mm. are you? Yeah. It was like like object of fascination and it was really bizarre and like suddenly like, you know, it was it was really weird. But I was still very, I was still so naive. Like in the first year of, I still got, I got bullied in the first year of university. What? Can you really? imagine? Yeah. So like by by you know girls and I I was like I was so surprised I was like what this is so bizarre like we're adult women like what's mm. going on but I was just so naive and and they were like you know you're just too nice like you're letting people walk all over you like you don't realize that you're not respecting yourself like you're just too nice like you need to know there's like a girl code I was like what do you mean there's a girl code basically I couldn't talk to boys because they thought that they were like oh she wants she wants to have sex with all the boys but I was still a virgin and I was just talking to boys because that's what I was used to and I spoke to everyone and it yeah, wasn't just a problem. talking to people just yeah. talking yeah. to people just that just even that was like something that I was doing wrong and I was like mm. what more could I possibly like no. what more could I possibly do wrong so it was fine Maeve. and after that and then I t- and then I toughened up and I became Maeve for like yeah. a year I was like Really? No yeah, yeah. one is coming in now yeah, I was like yeah, yeah. walls 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 I wasn't like I kept again it was just like a couple of people wasn't interested in boys at all. I was like, literally, fuck everyone, I'm done. Um, and then that's when I started going to auditions and doing acting and finding my people yeah, and like yeah, taking yeah. acting really, really seriously and that. And it was fine. So good stuff came out of it, so mm-hmm. to speak. But I was uh, a late bloomer by normal standards. What? I, <laughs> I mean, suppose. I can't believe you got bullied at uni. I know, can no. you imagine? Yeah. But, but then no, it's fine. Then I toughened up, though. It was yeah. good. I needed it. Yeah. I think I was just so naive to the world and so innocent that like mm. I kind of needed to kick up the bum. Yeah. <laughs> and you both, I'm... Amy, did you have this? I mean, you mentioned that you weren't, you know, people weren't talking about it. Did you both talk about sex um, and boyfriends and girlfriends and love when at home or with your friends? I remember remember talking about it with my parents, like with my mum. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think like the first time I properly spoke spoke to her about it was like when I had a boyfriend for a couple of months. A couple of months, literally. Um, and, And he was the first one who tried who tried to have sex with me and like tried to be like he's like you're 16 you should be having sex I was like oh yeah okay cool and like and I I got and I got so nervous before seeing him and I was like mum I don't want to see him can you call his mum and tell him not to come because he lived in a different town Yeah. (laughs) and I was so scared I was like I don't want to see him because he's going to try and have sex with me and I don't want to and la 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 um, so that's when I kind of spoke to her about it I think and I remember just having a conversation and be like I'm just really scared about it and like I don't want to have it. And like, but yeah, she was always, mum was always there. Like if I had a question about something, not that I was like avidly trying to find out, but if I did have a question, I, I went to my mum and it was fine. But at school, we didn't really talk about it that much. Yeah. Mums are, mums are great. great. Like yeah. my mum my actually, we, like she went for, to like on a different, she went for a different angle. Cause I was, <laughs> I was, oh, I, I didn't seem to show any interest. I showed a lot of interest when I was really little. Yeah. Like a lot of weird amount of interest in boys when I was like a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was like four. I know kids like that now yeah. who are literally like, yeah, I and was they're flirting. Yeah. And they're like, I was like making out with boys yeah. at nursery. Yeah. And like, oh my God. Yeah, and then yeah. Exactly, so we did the exact same track. <laughs> yeah. And then when it was harmless and I was always like, you know, and, and I was sending love letters at, yeah. like, and, and like I'd lie on the, I'd lie on the floor and I'd look up at the light and I'd listen to hopelessly devoted. And mum would go, who are you thinking about now? Yeah, love, yeah. And I'd be like, Kit, which was one of my dad's friends yeah. or something weird like yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he didn't do it, by the way, that wasn't it. Yeah. Kit had no idea that I was doing that. Um, <laughs> but I was just obsessed <laughs> with men mm. yeah. and then it went completely the other way when I got when it became unsafe territory yeah. where things could actually go yeah. it was like no um but then so my mum then thought that I was a lesbian okay so yeah. she brought me and she said 
she it was so sweet actually she like got me and she was like Amy I just want to talk to you about something like if you love girls that is absolutely fine I love you no matter what it doesn't matter who you're attracted to like I love you so much and I was like Okay, mum, but I don't really know, like, I don't really know. Yeah. Kind of thing. I'm, I'm kind of like, you don't really know yet. Can we come back to yeah, this I'll, one uh, when I've figured yeah, it out? Yeah. yeah. I'll, uh, I'll fill you in later. Yeah. Uh, for, right, maybe in a couple <laughs> of years. In a couple of years, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we did have those, but then the worst thing, because I was obviously so well behaved in that way, yeah. like, in the whole, you know, I think she was thinking, thank God, like, neither me or my sister were really the whole kind of girls yeah. blowjob party vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one day I stepped, it was when I started doing the whole, when I'd crossed over into the, oh, yeah, get yeah. the London yeah, look. Yeah. And um, I had my full fringe in my, yeah. you know, all this shit. And I got picked up from a party and, oh God, it was so bad. I got picked up from a party and I was meant to have stayed at my friend's house, but I'd ended up staying at the boy who hosted the party's house. Yeah. And I got in the car and she was looking forward. She was doing the classic one, like looking forward, not looking at me going. So weren't you supposed to be staying at Talina's? And I went, yeah, but we all ended up staying here. Like, yeah, it's da, one da, of da. those, we all shared. Yeah, we all I mean, shared. We had yeah, we, yeah, we had <laughs> yeah. And she went, um, okay, because I'm, I'm very disappointed. I'm very disappointed. And I went, look, mum, like, it's fine. Da, 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 it's normal. Like, I'm 16. And she turned around to look at me and she went, oh, my God. And I went, what? And she went, have you looked in the mirror today? And I went, what? And I hadn't. And she went, pull that, and I pulled the car mirror down. And I was like a Dalmatian on oh, my yeah, neck. Yeah, well, I had hickeys yeah. everywhere. And she went <laughs> ballistic. She went, your nana is coming over for dinner. It was Easter. Yeah. And she was like, you're going to have to sit at that table with a scarf on. Yeah. Like, look at you. This is disgraceful. So that oh was the first. And she was so shocked. And she'd never grounded me in my life. She was like, you're grounded. I was like what yeah she was like you're grounded and then later that day i was like can my friend come over she was like yes your friend can come over but you're not allowed to go to their house oh, yeah. worst at grounding ever that's hilarious but that was the first time but i actually felt so much shame like mm. i was like and i hadn't even had sex with the boy it was just that like you know weird teenagers yeah. giving each other love bites or whatever but i was so ashamed like i honestly like i actually felt like it, it i felt like a harlot I was like, oh my God, I've really mm. let my family down and I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was enjoying that. That was really and like great. weeping in the mirror, but like, oh. Yeah, like, oh, another one there. Oh God, yeah. God that was good. That was a good one. But, yeah. But what about, I mean, let's, do, you said mentioned shame and you also talked about rumours and that's something that really comes as one of the many themes in sex education. I think that was something that terrified me about sex and love when I was at school because as soon as you did one thing, everyone knew your business. And it was like, oh, she did that and did that. And it would be, it was just terrifying that you do one thing that was already quite terrifying anyway. And then suddenly so-and-so would have told his whole like friendship group and you were this and you were that and you were a slut and you were not a slut really because you hadn't done anything. Yeah. And what is a slut? And you hadn't even heard what a slut was. And it was just like yeah. fucking confusing. So um, and that's something you really have to do. Well, the character Maeve has to deal with. Yeah. Not, yeah, slut shaming. Yeah. And when she's dealing, what's that character called again? I'm really bad. Which one? When her, Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. Ruby. With the, with my vagina. Yeah, that, with, the, the bully, the school, the kind of, the one who bullies Maeve. Yeah, but with the, with the photos. Yeah. 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 Ruby, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that really brought up a lot for me. It didn't happen to me, but it happened to a, a lovely close friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And the photo did get 
spread around the school. And it, the school, like you said, like, you know, we weren't talking about sex with our teachers. We weren't being really educated that well. We had like a few sexual education classes, yeah. but we giggled and like, yeah. it was kind of shit and we didn't really concentrate. And when that happened, it was really like the school did absolutely nothing about it. And I was just wondering if that was something, did you ever see um, that happen at school when you were about? Yeah, mm. like a girl who was so young, there was like a dodgy video that got sent around of her because she sent it to this older boy. Mm. And like when I when we did that episode and, and Otis is like, it's illegal, so yeah. she should go to the police. And I genuinely was like, oh, which is so bad because I think, didn't think nobody knows. Like, I don't think girls at school, because you instantly go to blaming yourself. So this girl was like, no, it's my fault. I should never have sent the thing. That's what my friend felt, yeah. exactly. And it's like, and then all these horrendous boys, like, were sending it around. And, like, and then, like, girls get involved to impress the boys. Like, you know, oh, my God, yeah, she's such a whatever. And, and it's awful. And I remember thinking it was, and even at the time, like, I was like, this is so wrong. Like, this is a... Like what's go what's going on here? And and I think that you don't you just because women are so quick to blame themselves for everything, mm. yeah. like for just everything in life. It's like oh, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's all on me. That it you kind of think like so. Then for example, if you get with a boy, I remember I kissed a boy at a party, and then when I came in school on the Monday, I was sat in philosophy, and these like girls behind me were talking, and they were like, yeah, she gave me a like she, she's like tomorrow, she's tomorrow. and I was thinking, who are they talking about? And then I realised it was me, because like, and and it had all like some wires had got crosses that some other girl had, and then, and I remember thinking, I remember genuinely thinking, oh, but I have to kind of just accept it because you know I did, like, get off with him in front of everyone when I was drunk at a party, and I was thinking I'll just, just kind of have to deal yourself. with this instantly. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't go like hang about, hang about, why mm. are you? talking about me when I'm sat right here I didn't even confront them because I thought oh I've kind of brought this on myself and I think that mentality at, at school yeah. young insecure girls going oh I brought this on myself I brought mm -hmm. this on like that is such a huge and boys seem to just get away with everything, everything. like mm -hmm. completely scot-free like and they're kind of the heroes it's like yeah it's like oh yeah it's it's cool if he's been getting with loads of girls and having sex with loads of girls but yeah He's kind of the lad of the year. Yeah, but, if... but it's bad that like I I remember I remember that like in sixth form there was a girl from like another sixth form who um, was dating a guy in in our school and I and everyone called her a slut because they were having sex and I was like yeah that's like you know this is a bit dodgy really like but you, so you automatically think it's the woman's fault like even yeah. me and I was like I I just really it was just because I knew nothing about it and I was really scared about it and I thought it was like no, a really is, untouchable yeah. thing and like. I was like, why is she doing that? That's really weird. Like, yeah. So yeah, and it happens all the time. Like there were just so many, like the rumours, the, the, I don't really, I don't remember any pictures, but there was just so many rumours of like so-and-so, you know, gave so-and-so a blowjob on ski trip. And like, I remember telling um, this bully woman who at the time was, I thought was my friend. And I was like, we went to, we all went to the pool together. And the guy who I was kind of with at the time got hard done in the pool, but I didn't know what it was. So I went to her and I was like, do you know what, you know, when there was like a bolt, there was like a bolt, and I don't want like I was like really embarrassed, like half crying. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what it is? Like, is it like is it a problem? And she was like, did you give him hard on? 
did you give him a handjob then? Is that right? Did you give him a handjob in the pool? And then she spread the rumour around the whole school. <gasps> I know, I just asked and a I was question. Like, I, didn't know what it was. I, would, I fully did not know what it was. And then I was just yeah. embarrassed. I feel anxious talking about yeah. it. Sometimes oh you just, God. it does make like school and sex and love at school is, gives God. me quite a lot of anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I'm just like, and yeah. those kind of people, who, yeah. they took an inch and they, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, okay, you've given me that tiny little sprinkling of information. I'm going to embellish and then send it back out into the world. Yeah, no, completely. I mean, Amy, you said that you had a boyfriend who asked you what you wanted. When did you, and after that it got a bit iffy, but did you, when did you both kind of start telling some, like kind of embracing kind of female pleasure and saying what you wanted? Because I don't know, it came very late for me. Yeah, yeah. same. Um, and I, because I, I didn't, all all there was to kind of base sex on was porn. Um, and I didn't really want to reference myself against the women I saw in porn. So that was a bit confusing. But I watched porn and then I'd speak to, I don't know, I just didn't know. I, it took a long time for me to be like, nah, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. you're doing right now. Don't it's do it. Not good. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it does take Stop. time because but, it's like yeah. yeah. It's kind of frowned upon. We're in weird in a weird is. way, isn't it? Even it's the like, thing like, do you do girls masturbate? What do you mean do girls, girls masturbate? masturbate. Like, do, do girls what I mean, what kind that question's the <laughs> It's like, the perfect Yeah. <laughs> do you know, it's like course. Yeah. But we all went, no. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah. That's disgusting. What is yeah. that? Like, yeah. oh, you boys. It. Boys will be boys. Yeah. <laughs> but like you're red raw down there because you've just been going all night. <gasps> it's like. It's it. so true. It's weird. Oh, my God. Yeah. We, I just pretend like I just thought I was really weird because no one spoke about it. And then if someone did, they were like, it's so disgusting. Like a girl's mask. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Really weird. But yeah, no, I guess like for me, it was it came quite late as well um, because it took the boy to be like what do you what yeah. what do you actually want though? you needed permission yeah and up until then i just i'd faked it the every single time i had never had an orgasm up until like three three years ago mm. um which is fine i mean to be fair we're doing all right i think we're doing all right it's good yeah, yeah, but like yeah. um <laughs> but it was just really it was really bizarre to me like it took a lot and i was still so embarrassed about sex up like you know up until a couple of years ago like it's just a whole and also like the like body hair and like you know whether you're like yeah. You know, you're looking okay, making the right noises, oh, and like yeah. I was like, "Am I doing this right? This right?" And I would always say, and I would always do that thing, like before having sex, I'd be like, "I'm not very good at sex." Just say, so you know, like no, I'm not no, good. No, you always you say always exactly. say that. Why is that a thing? Like I'm not just so you know, like you I'm not really good. You almost have to give them like, like a little like sheet of paper, yeah. be like, "Can't yeah. do this. Can't do this. <laughs> Won't do this." Four out of ten out of this. <laughs> yeah. You know, Michael told me I was shit at this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. Oh my god, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. It's so sad, and there's so much pressure. I know. There's so much pressure, but it's good when it when it does happen, and when and when you you can then be like, "This is what I like. This is." you know what you know whatever and you start talking about it openly it's great because then it's just it's so easy and you and all of that goes but it does take time and it takes confidence and you also need to be with the right person I think yeah obviously because yeah it's really tricky I went the Amy Gibbs way with my first boyfriend of pretending to be completely confident Mm. like had the worst body issues ever, like was starving myself, but was pretending that, you know, it was all great and like just got completely naked and was like, it's on. Yeah. But feeling in, internally feeling so insecure yeah, yeah, and yeah. desperately insecure, but just kind of performed the same way that Amy does. And then thank, thankfully I was with the right boy who did. And so I really early on in kind of my sexual 
career. <laughs> With, yeah. um, Sexual journey. I, I did have that. But then, unfortunately, when, I, when we split up, it went, it regressed, like, terribly, like, mm. awfully. Like, when I was, um, when I left that relationship and then I started at drama school and my first year of drama school was just so damaging like with my sex stuff like because I was getting I was still really struggling with my eating stuff and I was so I'd get like blackout drunk from like three drinks you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and then whatever would happen would happen and I think that I just started to view sex and and I'd never I'd never had that as well because this boy was the only boy I'd ever slept with Mm. so and then all of a sudden it became like like lots of different boys and my view of sex which had been I think actually quite amazingly healthy for a girl of my age just got so skewed Mm. and it went the opposite direction like I saw it as like I don't even know like it what it it became so different like I'd never dream of saying to a boy this is what I want it would just be let's just fucking get it over I don't know why it's not like I even wanted to have sex it was like I was doing it for validation And and it got and it was just kind of habit. It was like, okay, if I don't have sex with someone tonight, then I've kind of failed or something. Like like mm, it yeah. it was so weird. And as soon as I kind of changed my view of things and like started to focus more on my acting and 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 involve myself with my friends and yeah. then it all got better. But I think it's it's weird because it's so odd because it wasn't chronological for me. It was great and then it was awful. And now it's great again. But it was definitely like instead of it getting better and better with time, which I think yeah. a lot of people say, like, you know, as I've gotten older, it got whereas for me it took a massive step back. I I minded that as well. Yeah. It was definitely I had a long term relationship and then once that was done, it was like the walls came up. Yeah. No no you know, I thought no one's ever going to break my heart ever again, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm just going to put these walls up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's empowerment, is it, to like do this, that and that, not stay the night, leave, you know, all those things. But it was just to kind of keep everyone at bay and so that I wouldn't get hurt. Yeah. So and it was true. so unhappy and really like not nice. Um, and especially, we spoke about this on, um, and especially when you're pretending you're orgasming. Like yeah. I, I'm on... Um, antidepressant so it's also like it's really kind of I have a very very if none sex drive which is complicated in terms of just you know having sex in general but I think when you start pretending that you're having an orgasm but you're having sex lots it's just like you're just almost like a kind of a body there yeah Yeah. who who kind of takes it and then goes and that's it yeah 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 I feel like we all go through that phase though like it's interesting because both of you said that and then but then that I think yeah a lot of people go through that or either people are in relationships all the time and are mm. like um serial what were they called serial monogamous and go from from one relationship to the other or they have like a phase of not wanting it at all then having loads and then it balances it out I suppose and then they find someone and it's like fine but yeah I feel like we all do that well not everyone but a lot of people have to go through that I think yeah. that whole like building up the walls and the defense mechanisms and like I'm playing this version of myself now mm-hmm. um, because I know you like it, but I don't like it. But I'm yeah. going to do it anyway because, you know, this is what's expected of me. So there's that whole, it is, there's a lot of expectation, I feel, when it comes to sex. So, like, a lot of it rests on how the woman kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I feel yeah. like there's just like, yeah, there's an expectation that you have to 
be good at something yeah, and yeah. uphold that with whoever you are, you're with and you're just known as that person's like good at that. It's just really, it's really bizarre. But we're just always like always trying to fit into categories, aren't we? And like ultimately that's just what happens. And then you just have to spend months and months and years to break that down. And well, you then just, get good yeah. at it. Exactly. It's like your, it's maybe it's yeah. like it's our, you get good at putting those facades on and, those, yeah. and playing those characters and giving, you know, so-and-so that part of you. Mm. And then you're like, oh, he... That's so and so won't like that bit, so I'll just give them that other bit. You mm. get so good at pe- picking so up true. people's like mannerisms and their characters, and then playing a role to suit them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And until you get to a part, you know, until you get to a place where you can just be yourself, mm. which is you know an ongoing journey. I suppose. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it certainly is. <laughs> Do you are you both in relationships? Yeah. 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 Good ones. Yeah. Very, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. very good very good <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to hear that yeah very yeah. lucky and they what before recent or or long term <laughs> uh, well, well, like, yours is pretty long <laughs> mine's pretty long term we're like it's going to be three years this summer oh so, mega yeah that. mega like my, that's like, my yeah. first boyfriend my yeah. dad proper so yeah. I'm pretty love proud of us so and I love it yeah we do love each other mine's like I think it's like eight months now is it yeah. really which is weird Oh my god! Is it, it, yeah, it's gone so quick. So it happened during the show. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone knows it's, 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 it's everyone the knows. boy who plays Adam Groff yeah. in the show. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my god! How amazing! <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you know. Oh my god! Cool. Swindles. Yeah. He's Swindles. really fit. He's fit, and yeah. he's amazing. Like he's the best person. Really. And I hate like when we did the read through. I was like, oh my god! I can't believe I've got to do sex scenes with this boy. He's so because our energies were so different. Yeah. Like I walked in, I was like, "Hi, yeah, like making friends with everyone." And he was just so was quiet so and contained. Really? And we were like, Who's and it's this like, guy? and and then as we got to know each other, we realized that yes, on the surface, very different, but the core the yeah. same. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's something that you like mix up when you're younger. It's like, oh my god, you like the same music as me. Yeah. Oh my god, we oh have god, the same. We're gonna be like, we're gonna be. It's all the superficial <laughs> stuff that you kind of bond on. Yeah. And then you re- then you go, oh, wait, we're not compatible, what? But we like the same films and music and we act the same in a social group. We're yeah. both the outgoing party ones. But actually, the real shit is completely yeah. at odds with each other. So true. So, you two are just so, this, this, oh, such a good match. Oh, I love that. <laughs> They're the bears. Oh, God, what, what, oh, God, where now? We're talking about boys. <laughs> and I think, you know, when I started Girls Talk, it was like, I really, and in interviews, I always used to say, you know, I want to talk about girls who haven't had sex and girls who have too much sex, girls who haven't lost their virginity and girls who have, you know, all the different parts because I always felt like that wasn't spoken about at school and it wasn't spoken about to me. And I formed my own kind of opinions on all those things. Some were like judgments and some, and very quickly they became, you know, I think through Girls Talk it became just like, I became open to everyone who and everyone's experiences. What do you think? I mean, what do you wish you would have kind of been told um, when growing up about kind of sex and love? It's only I talk to my dad a lot about it and he he's like, you know, you're so now in the relationship I'm in now. He's no, he was talking to my sister and he talked. She got her first boyfriend and she was like, and he was like, I just need to have this conversation with you because I never had that conversation with your sister because I am the older sister. And so I did a lot of that jumping around relationships, but putting them on a pedestal and making yeah. my whole life about them. Yeah. 
So my dad with my sister was like, I really don't want you to do it. Not that, you know, I had to do what I had to do to get me to this point in which I'm at now. But, you know, it's just, I wish I'd been told a few things when, um, when growing up about kind of relationships and stuff. But then I kind of feel like you have to make those mistakes. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, you do. It is that weird, it is that weird thing because you wish that you, but then you, yeah, you wish you could have done stuff differently, but then you go, but wait a second, I am Mm. who I am now and I'm pretty happy with that, but it's just been tough going at times. I wish I'd had, genuinely, I'm not just saying this like plug the show, but I wish I'd had a show like Sex Education to watch because... Mm -hmm. Yeah, there just wasn't so yeah. so and you don't want like because it's because there's only so much I feel like your parents can do apart from basically like lead by example I reckon like because yeah. you don't because you go through a time as, as a teenager where you don't want them like invading your private life that much so you like you know you kind of block off to them a little bit but you know I've seen my mum I love her so dearly but like she's had some um difficult you know like she's always had found it difficult with men yeah and the whole pedestal thing and and um men being in control very powerful like charismatic but like overwhelming men like my dad who and and you know and and it's all and she's kind of played a part for them so I saw that my my whole life Mm. and I kind of I think that it it made me go in the opposite direction in one way because I thought well, I'm going to be the overpowering one in the relationship because I'm not going to be like, mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to be the man in yeah. inverted commas yeah, yeah. in this relationship. Yeah. I'll reject him. I won't reply to him. all this stuff, which is also not healthy no. because sometimes you just want to love someone and yeah. be with them and nice to them. But I would feel like I had to to show that I was I was like tough and I wasn't like, yeah, I'm not your typical girl that's going to like, yeah. you know, fawn all over yeah. you. Yeah. And da, da, da. Yeah. Don't worry, so I won't mind if you don't text me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then on the no, didn't yeah, really mind. I really didn't mind. And then on the other end of the spectrum, it would obviously because, and then I'd go the other way and be like, "Never leave me, don't leave me, don't." And be so clingy. I didn't know how to be balanced with relationships because I'd never seen a balance. I've literally, I've never seen a balanced relationship growing up. I'd never seen one. I'd never seen a functional like relationship. I just haven't. So it was all guesswork. But I think that if I had had a show like Sex Education that I was going up, if I was going upstairs and like watching a TV show like that rather than putting on like, you know, whatever I was, what was I watching? Like 98210 or something. How old are you two? 23. I'm 25. Okay. And I'm 26. So yeah, what were, I don't know what we were watching. I don't, yeah. um, but definitely wasn't stuff where, wasn't, the, where yeah. the girls were no. like Maeve and no. yeah. do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I wasn't watching that. I wasn't watching like f- fully formed women on on like like. If I'd seen a characters. scene like yours when you were masturbating, that would have blown my mind. It would have done so much good for me. I know oh, so I much I know. good. I sent I, one of my friends um, text me sent me a message being like it was so beautiful. It was just really. She was like, I'm sorry if this is too much information, but I thought you should know. Um, the scene where Amy like masturbates made me want to give it a try again because I haven't done it in so long because I couldn't make myself calm and lovely. And she was like, really embarrassed about it. And she was like, and I and I and I persisted and I had an orgasm and it was yes. amazing. And she was like, thank you to the show because I don't want to be a cliche, but it was so good. Yeah. And I was just like, my mind was so blown by like I was like, fuck, like that's gonna have such a huge impact on people. Yeah. And Lily's character and your character and my character, whatever, like that everyone can relate to them in some way and in fact to all of them I think in in yeah. on some level 
and oh, yeah. it's just it's so exciting it feels like we're part of a movement do you know what i mean like no, my, my you parents are 100% and my grandparents part of a yeah. movement like, yeah like, exactly. i wish we'd had this show when we were growing up i but... tell everyone and anyone who i know who has younger kids they're like oh should i let them i'm like let them, let watch, them watch it, it. that's what i think as well let them watch it what you they're gonna f- watch something else yeah. anyway they're gonna watch stuff yeah you know, i was watching pulp fiction at 10 yeah. you know what i mean i, I found the dvd and <laughs> it on. oh my god i love that my sister watched it at seven and to only a few years ago she hadn't watched it again she always thought that um, Uma Thurman had put a cigarette up her nose. I was like, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't have a clue what was going yeah. on, but I knew it was fucked up. But I like, kids bad. are going to watch what they're going to watch. Yeah. And if you're going to. Exactly. And, and the Especially wank now. stuff is like, I remember, I said to my mum, mum, because obviously you want to warn them what yeah, they're going to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you yeah. have to warn them? Like, there's going to be, I was like, first 10 seconds, you're going to get a shock. Yeah. And then I was like, and then later on, you know, I do have a wank montage. Yeah. And um, she was like, babe, how will you know what to do? I'm not joking. And I went, what do you say? I fucking know. Don't worry, love. Do you know what I mean? It's awkward. And then she's like, the director will have to help you. And I was like, yeah. And then like similar thing happened. Like after I'd done it, I was like, there were lots of supporting artists, like young young women there. And and they were like, oh, you okay? And I was like, yeah. Just like, I was just sweat, like just in my wank montage. And they were like, what do you mean? And I, I went, I've just done, Amy has like a masturbation like montage. And they were like, but you're not a boy. And I was like, yeah, oh but yeah. I'm like, my mum had never heard the word wank being applied to, to girls. Yeah. a girl. Mm. Like even That's that in mad. itself. And all of her, my mum and all of her friends, I was telling everyone this because I'm like, this is like made me so happy. They all were discussing it at the gym. Yeah. Oh, they were like, amazing. I've never heard the word wank come out of a girl's <laughs> mouth before. Like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were like, I, I love this. We cannot believe that this is legendary. Like, and I'm that's thinking so that's your mum and her friend. Yeah, oh, because so I'm sick, thinking man. like of all the young women. Mm. I, I've been focused so much on like this would be so good for young women. But then I'm like, actually, that's maybe exactly older generation as well yeah. because they we were a lot like there was a lot of women that are you know they're not all genes for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. Most are pretty repressed and yeah. and it is a, a huge difference. And there's and and I think that if they're if like fifty year olds are going so home great. to their husbands and being like you know. Babe, stop doing that. Yeah. I don't actually like it. That's yeah. why I'm so pretending. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. That's, that's what my mum said. Is that like, they were like kind of similar to you. Not, not necessarily for that, but like, yeah, just talking about the show and and some of my because I, I like I said, come from like quite a small kind of Catholic conservative area in yeah. rural hell. France. So like, so either people love it or they're really shocked by it. And like, and some of my mum's friends haven't watched it yet because mm. they can't get rid of the idea that that's me in that show. And they're like, like I, I don't really like you know talking about sex and everything so like I'm, I'm but they it's really sweet that they're gearing up to try and watch it and yeah, i find yeah, that yeah. really and the fact that my mum like goes to the shop and the shopkeeper's like oh so i'm a show like and then they start talking about sex and they yeah. start talking about yeah. like female and i was like yes she's so like, good would like, that ever just, have happened if, no but, yeah. it's, but it's just brilliant. like you said it's just talking to that it's, it's intergenerational like the fact yeah. that my grandma was talking to me about it the fact that my mum is talking to her friends about it and, to, and that my mum feels comfortable to talk about it as well like mm. not necessarily something i that she would have spoken about before but now she yeah. feels confident and empowered enough to even just broach the subject i think it's really cool yeah. but we've needed this movement for a long time i think it's there have been gray areas and it's come in its forms in terms of like women wearing what they want and things like that but that's always that's not always something that one can relate to you know i i dress a certain way and i'm not i don't i don't really know how to be that 
woman. Mm -hmm. So it was so lovely to get something like sex education, age 26, and be able to pick parts from all of you and form my own character, which is what I am. Yeah. And be yeah. like, oh, that's great. And this is great. And Eric and all, I mean, all yeah, of them. Yeah. Exactly. And it's I not could just, exactly. yeah. yeah. And it was just, it was, it was like another kind of self-discovery moment and it's so it's most definitely a movement and I feel like fucking honoured to be sitting in both Good. of your presence thank you, thank um, you so much Girls Share so the next part of the podcast is Girls Share our community is made up of wonderful men and women who continuously share their thoughts and feelings authentically um, and they send the most amazing submissions and artwork and poetry to us and that really is the driving force behind Girls Talk but this month we're going to change it up a bit and we've had some of our amazing community members send in some of their questions and I thought I'd throw them at you nice. both um, and maybe I'll pipe in and say a few <laughs> of my Stop answers in. so I'm going to get going um What's the best position for female orgasms? I mean, depends, yeah. it, on everyone. Yeah. It depends on everyone. Completely. It, it depends. depends. And you need to figure that out, I think, for yeah. yourself. Yeah. But also just like, like, like obviously, like make sure that the clitoris it's is being, being stimulated. Stimulated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know it's pretty. So there are a few lucky ones out there who can um <laughs> Achieve orgasm by yeah. through just penetration, but yeah. what is the percentage? It's like eight, so like eight, low. Eighteen percent. Yeah. Is there one in here? Is there one in this room? Mm, no. I don't think. No, no I'm not one. No. Me? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't. I, I, no. I, there was a time that I thought it had happened, yeah, yeah. but I think it was because I didn't actually realise that the clitoris was was, was actually yeah, yeah, yeah. just, yeah, yeah. just by like a leg or something. Yeah. I mean, so there was definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Next. Question: um, How do you think we can reduce the stigma around women enjoying sex? Uh, well, talking about it, yeah. loads more. Um, talking about it in class, like I feel like in school, you're taught about sex as like it's like a reproduction mechanism, and you have sex, and the penis enters the vagina and inseminates, and you get pregnant, and that's yeah. it. Um, you don't want but, that. And you don't want that. Yeah. Because it means death. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, no, but seriously, like, I just think it's good to talk about it from an early age and to and to associate sex with pleasure because a lot of people are from of our generation aren't having sex to have babies. They are having sex because it's fun and it's good and it's healthy and it's nice. And we should be talking about it as it is because that's yeah. what it's for, yeah. really. And yeah, you can have babies and that's great. But um, I think it's important to talk about it. Yeah at school and then at home and with shows like this and podcasts and there's just there's like just a plethora of platforms now that offer healthy debates and and you know question and answer sessions on all these things and use the internet to your advantage yeah, and yeah. go to the and right I think sources in yeah. terms of shows and um tv and film it's good female characters realistic female characters yeah. that's what i loved about sex education and it's definitely something that's I would have would have really destigmatized any feelings I had around sex and sex and love when growing up if I'd seen someone like both of yourselves and being able and being able to relate yeah. realistically not like gossip girl this thing or that thing where I had no I I can't I have no yeah. idea who that person yeah. is and I'm Upper definitely not side. that person yeah yeah, yeah. Upper East side XO yeah no I know who yeah. yeah I don't know her yeah yeah <laughs> When do you know the right time to have sex? 
think we that's it's yeah. up to you, isn't it? It is up to it's you. Completely it's completely up to as you. Well as instinct. You know when you you know you know. You don't you know force yourself. Yeah, God's ever. truth, please. I used to I used to panic. I was getting to a point like a bit like Lily in the show, and she's like, "But what? You know, if I go to uni and then I'm going to be the person at uni." And I think, you know, it's like okay, maybe the best way to do it is just to get a little bit pissed at a party and just just go for it mm. just because then it's done and at least the first time's done and over it's like you've got your entire life yeah you do not need to rush that and I think how you lose your virginity can be really powerful about how you think about sex in general and it can it can start like it start as you mean to go on yeah like yeah, start yeah. as you mean to go on make That's it true, so you're yeah. sure that you're feeling it properly and it's not going to be perfect certainly not and don't think it should be, and you, you you shouldn't have to come across like you're some kind of expert or anything yeah. like that. But yeah, definitely do it in a way that you're not going to regret. Yeah, and that that is just knowing that, like, because I think no, the rushing thing, the race. I did thing, the rushing thing. Yeah, I lied. I went to National Youth Theatre and I lied. We were all sitting at a table, and I lied and said I'd had sex. And after that, I was like, oh, I have got to get it over and done now. Really? It was like a, really? it was a thing. I was like, I just got to do it now because it's getting weird that I haven't. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. And I don't have any regrets, but I wish there was no need for me to have approached it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, exactly. Do it when you, you feel like you're really ready. And it is going to be awkward and it is going to be painful. Yeah. And there's not going to be rose petals or candles, most no. likely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, I like this one. How do I react when my partner shares his sexual desires and I'm opposed to it? Mm. Well, um, I don't know. It's tricky. I think that if you're if you're talking about it and you're being open with each other about what you want, that's a really good step in itself because a lot of people don't dare and they're like, oh, yeah. I can like yeah. breach this, you know, mm. broach the subject with. Uh, him or her so I think it's good that they're talking about it and if you're opposed to it then you you don't have to do it and and I think that there, there are often often people find um a kind of a halfway point and try yeah. something out and like just little by little and mm. ease themselves into it and if they don't want to do it they don't want to do it and that that day is it it's not the end of the world you yeah. know if someone can't have that thing with this person and I don't think but it's very good to talk about it it's very it's good communication is like the main thing. Yeah. I think there was, we don't do, the, yeah. there's respect in, in listening to your partner's like desires Absolutely. and their sexual desires. Yeah. But then there's also the other respect in them knowing un, knowing and understanding that you might not be up yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a conversation to be yeah. had about Mutual both respect. those things. Yeah. Don't shame someone for maybe having a desire that seems a bit out of the box. Yeah. Make them feel safe enough to express that. Yeah. But yeah, if you don't want to do it, then don't be emotionally blackmailed or trapped yeah, or guilted into doing not. it. Like, which I think a lot of there, that happens a that lot. Happens yeah, quite but a like so and so is doing it. And yeah, like, everyone else is doing it. Like, why no. can't we? No. Yeah. Ignore, ignore like, that. But that, yeah, there's probably a middle ground. Yeah. There's yeah. probably a I bit of a compromise. So. Like, okay, I don't want to do uh, fully, fully. Yeah. But let's have a little dabble with it. Yeah. 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 Not that. But, but this. this. <laughs> and you can't see what we're doing. So yeah. you don't know what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we all know. We know. Um. Okay. What's the best sex advice you've received? Ooh. Yeah. Sex advice. God. Yeah, I can't think of anyone who's given me sex advice. I think just like what kind of what we've been saying, I'm not going to, um, yeah, just kind of generally is just to like um, take your time 
mm. and make sure there's respect between the parties yeah. involved because you want to feel safe and and that's really like we're all we're all animals and we all we all kind of live and and make our choices based on in instinct a lot of the time so yeah. use that but just make sure that you're respecting yourself and looking after yourself in the process because yeah. sometimes we forget yeah i went for a massage the other week mm. and the woman was kind of mad but brilliant who gave me a massage i loved her so much and she was talking about sex a lot and um she, <laughs> she was so was funny yeah, yeah. Oils. I love uh, she's actually and we were we ended up having the deepest chat about my like birth chart and i was like so my moon's in scorpio we we just I did I was meant to be silent but we yeah, just yeah. chatted the whole way through and she was saying you know that so, so many different she gets she sees so many different bodies in a mm. day giving massages and she was like and the most beautiful people are the people who are just so confident and and unapologetic about yeah. their body and what they look like and those are and she was like and those are the people who usually enjoy sex the most as well because yeah. they're not inhibited by any kind of fear that the person they're with doesn't find certain parts of them attractive. And I think that kind of stuff, like just confidence, mm -hmm. like if you're in that situation with someone, it probably means they're attracted to you and it probably means you're attracted to them. So yeah, exactly. there's no need to apologize for like certain bits of body hair or yeah. a bit of cellulite or like, because I think those are the things for so long that stop me from having good sex because yeah. I couldn't fully let myself go because worried I'm worried about, about looking a certain yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think as soon as you stop thinking about what it looks like, because mm. I'm sure it doesn't look great. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm sure a lot of the time, great sex, if it was filmed, it yeah, would be quite it would not yeah, look terrifying. terrifying. <laughs> because, you know, it's just kind of, you've just got to go for it. Do you know what I mean? And mm. not be thinking about any... But the thing is, you said something that's really clicked with me. It's you, all that kind of the 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 kind of stuff on top, the, you know, the worries about the hair and this and that and what underwear you're wearing. You'll meet someone who doesn't give a shit about those I kind know, of things. Exactly. And that is the, if that's the vibe you're on, if that, because then you're not supposed to be with anyone who cares about like the, you know, how much yeah. bush you have at that exactly. time. Because if you don't care. No, yeah. Because you'll meet why someone you who's me? literally yeah. like, I don't, why are you bringing that exactly. up? Exactly. Because I've had that and I'd be like, oh yeah. And they're like, what? Did That's I say fine. I was? Yeah, yeah. Did I yeah. say I cared about that? Yeah. Did I say anything? Yeah. 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 And then yeah. you feel embarrassed because you're like, oh, sorry, I thought that would be. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I haven't shaved that much today. No. Yeah. I think if someone's having an opinion on your yeah. body and, yeah. and whatever, Fuck I think it. you probably can guess that you're not going to have the best sex. Yeah. yeah. If you're in a situation with someone who's it's not, guilt, it's not who's making you feel ashamed of a bit of bush or something, yeah. Yeah. then you're probably not going to have the best sex of your life with that person. Yeah. Because you're going to be trapped in your head. Yeah. If you're with the person who does not give a shiny shite that you've got like, like friggin' Little Mermaid knickers on and a horrible white bra, <laughs> yeah. then like probably gonna be great. Yeah, my yeah. like my womb warming box <laughs> yeah, of spots exactly. pants. Yeah. Love those ones. Womb but I think that also answers the next question I was gonna ask. I'm too embarrassed about my body to enjoy sex. Oh I'm too self conscious. What should I do? And you just said it. Yeah. yeah. But it is hard. It's and hard. I do understand. Hard. I do, like, it is so we all go hard. It. It's so hard. I still get it. And I'm yeah. in a relationship and I'm like, oh, I'm a bit like I'm not looking my best today. Yeah. You know, they've never, ever given me an inkling that they gave a shit. But it's just it's yeah. in my head. Yeah. And think about how you see them. Mm. I think it's exactly. such an important thing. Like, how do you That's look so at true. them? So so, like, yeah. are you going 
if you're with that person, if you're or whatever, like if you've been in a sexual situation with someone and you've thought, God, they are the sexiest person ever. Yeah. Does a slight little whiff under their armpit don't bother you? Yeah. And yeah. A, and a bit of whatever, something that's a bit and usually the things that are a bit quirky or weird about some someone are the things that you find the most attractive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think just think, yeah, just think about how you see them. That's probably how they're seeing you. And that should give you confidence because if you're in that zone, you're just so attracted to that person. Yeah. That's how they are feel that's how if yeah. if it's the right person that you're sleeping with, that's how they're feeling about you. So let that because you know, so many people say, I wish you, you know, it's that classic thing, I wish you could see how I see you. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wish you could see yourself how I see you, because it's true. Because if you could just see that yeah. for a second, I think we'd all feel so much better. Yeah. And because that we're lovely our episode. own worst critic. Yeah. There's that lovely episode in the bar yeah. where they have that. Yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah. That's so nice. That yeah. It's so it's true. Like, I'm doing, I get tongue tied because you're so amazing. Like, yeah. but she just can't, because everyone's see it. so harsh on themselves. So, like, really, everyone's. We need to be kinder to ourselves. We need to. We like, spoke about that on the weekend. We have to be so much kinder to ourselves. And you're right. I mean, the things I find the most attractive in people are probably the things that they deem as their imperfections. Yeah. Yeah. But they carry carry it with so much confidence mm-hmm. that to me it's the most sexy Absolutely. and admirable thing in the world. Yeah, like, Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's brilliant. Those are the mm. best parts. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That was great. Thanks, ladies. And thank you to everyone who sent um, those lovely questions in. Girls Listen. So um, next is Girls Listen. I never want the podcast to just be about us talking. I want every girl listening to walk away with a new tool of strength for them. I think we've uh, we've talked about a lot, and I feel like I'm definitely leaving this room with a lot of lot of tools of wisdom. But... I always ask my panel to share their one tool of strength. It really can be anything. It's changed so much now. It can be, you know, a mantra. It can be like, maybe it's, you know, someone had Celine Dion the other day. Oh, they? yeah, we heard. Yeah, someone had Celine yeah. Dion. Yeah. You know, it, um, yeah. the lyric. Yeah. I haven't done my home. I haven't done my homework. No, However, naughty. I will, I will quote the great Shuti Gathwa. Oh, yeah. Uh, who plays Eric in Sex Education. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and I always use this one. I'm, I'm, I'm repeating myself, but it's the best. Um, face your front. And that basically means don't look left, don't look right, don't compare yourself to this person, this person. Focus on what Fuck, makes... that's so good. Yeah, Sorry to interrupt yeah, you. That's sick. It's the best. Yeah. And I use it. And so and it just means that then you focus on your own path, your own journey, making sure you're respecting everyone along the way, being good to people along the way, working hard, and you, and you will flourish. You should copyright that. It's yeah, so... he, should, he should really yeah, copyright yeah. that. Because if you're listening, I'm you tell him, copyright it. <laughs> Shooty copyright it right yeah. now. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just think it's the, it's, it's the best piece of it. I've just heard him say it, and, and it just makes so much sense to me, and it's just come at a point in my life where I really need that, and I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people need that, and it's yeah. so simple. But that's it because we spend so much of our time comparing, comparing. ourselves to other women and, and like, oh, she's doing really well. Like she's, she's done that. Like, you know, specifically when you're act, like, you know, in this industry yeah. or whatever. It's like, oh, she's got that job. Fuck, she's like, I should be doing that. Like I should be. And that race thing and that, that like you were saying earlier, just yeah. being in a race. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about that. Focus on your path. Yeah. Because comparison is the thief of joy. Completely. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That's another one. That, that wasn't my one, but that is true. We spoke about comparison so much on at my event on the weekend, and it was literally 
I mean, it is such a devil. It it's really a is. devil it and it's so distracting. Mm. And and a girl stood up and she was like, it's, it, is, it, it steals anything that you might, any joy that your interest might bring you because you'll always be looking at what someone else is yeah. doing and what path they're on. Yeah, but, that's yeah. so, it is the worst. It steals you from the moment. In an instant, you're like, yeah. you you know, you're sitting here. I could time, be yeah. thinking like, you know, why am I not wearing that dress? Yeah, exactly. I didn't, that's such a stupid example. <laughs> why am I not, yeah, wearing, why that am I not wearing that dress? Emma's <laughs> wearing a really lovely dress. But like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That's I mean, really good. I think mine is that I, the, the one that I always think of is just embrace embarrassment. Yeah. Because that for me, it's as soon as I as well. started to do that, mm. my life changed so much. Like, because first year of drama school, I was holding on. Like I was, I would never want to really step outside my comfort zone. It would be like, this is who I am. I'm presenting this. I don't like, I was like, you know, I don't give yeah. a fuck about anything. I don't care. All this stuff. and then. You know, as soon as I just kind of like scraped all my hair off my face, got rid of all that, like, and just exposed myself. And it's so scary. But as soon as you can do that, as soon as you can just embrace that embarrassment, because it gets to the point where it's like, you know what? I'm not scared of you Mm. seeing any part of me now. Like, I'm actually, it's, there's nothing to be afraid of once you've kind of exposed yourself. Not in a, you know, let's not go around flashing, but, but. As in, like, I got to a point where I'd think, uh, my year at drama school, I'm using that because that was where mm-hmm. I kind of discovered this. But, like, I thought there's nothing that these 27 people could see of me that I wouldn't want them to see. They've yeah. seen every aspect of me. Yeah. And and you know who your real friends are as well once you've done that. The ones that stick it, around, exactly. Exactly. If you're only or ever showing... Like, yeah, yeah, I love exactly. that. You're a freak. Yeah, you're yeah. a freak. It's great. My best friend is like, you are a weirdo. Yeah. And she loves me. And I love yeah. yours. Yeah. That's, and, it's so, and I think as soon... Because it, it is that, like, if you're going through life constantly going, okay, I just want them to see this side of me and mm. this side of it's me. Exhausting. And they can't yeah. see... Just, oof, it's like having a great poo once you've done that. It's like, oh, yeah. the relief. We should have had a bit about, we should have talked about poo for a bit. Because yeah. there's something that all you boys and guys need to know. Us we, women, we talk about poo a lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Like, a, I do. I, I, I do like a constant update on what's going on with my bowels. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. It's good. It's got me on. It got me onto it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just yeah, just gotta have a big old shit, yeah. like metaphorically, and yeah. be like, "This is who I am." Yeah, I'm letting That's stuff go. Yeah. What? But so it was. Face your fronts. Face your fronts. Yeah. Yeah. And is that? I'm going off the point, but and it's just something I want to know about you both. Is with this show doing so well, and you, you both being in the limelight, is that that sometimes can be. Um, that validation can sometimes be a distraction and it can bring on lots of like kind of moments of comparison. Yeah. But yeah. 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 I just, I just want to know. I just, it's interesting for me to know how people are feeling, you know, in this yeah. moment when their life is, you know, it's parts of their life have changed. Cause I know it's something I d- battle with and deal with because I don't like, oh God, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I feel like I couldn't have done this. Mm. Yeah like a moment sooner yeah I feel like I was ready I'm so glad 
that this didn't happen earlier. Yes. Yeah, like, because, and which is so funny now because Amy, like the Amy like a year ago would have been like, right, okay, I've left drama school. I want a big job and it's going to be great. I'm so glad that it took me a while, like a, yeah, a little, yeah. you know, it didn't take me that, that long. Like I was really lucky, but like, it, I just feel like I, I, I've got such a thick skin and mm-hmm. I'm robust enough now to take all of that stuff. Whereas honestly, like even a month sooner, yeah, yeah. I think it was just Completely so agree. the right yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, that's exactly what it was. Like everything just kind of fell into place. Yeah. And it made sense. And, and the group that we have is so... Are they amazing? Incredible. And yes. like we, still, we still hang out. We I want to be part of the gang. You can the gang. Be. Please be part of the gang. Yeah, I might just come. Just Was come it filmed us. in Wales? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there. When, Maybe we can do like you... a girls talk in Wales. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was Involved so summery there. I would yeah, like to hang out. Yeah, it was really out. lovely. Okay, yeah. maybe I'll be a runner. Imagine if you got to say <laughs> it. there was me like bringing your coffees. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. I would love that. Girls take control. Last but not least, girls take control. Um, I've learned so much today. Um, and I'm hope I hope all our listeners have, but I just want us to wrap it up with what we've each learned from today and what we're gonna take away on this lovely but miserable yes. Monday. Monday. I can almost nearly Monday. forgot Monday. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Yeah, exactly. We'll be here all week. Yeah. We all knew that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, can you remember? One of us going, and the day of the one yeah. month day. <laughs> can you imagine if someone was oh like, I had no idea. <laughs> okay, so what um, What have we all learned? Well, what are we, we going to take away? A lot. God, I feel very... Yeah. Spiritual. I, I thought very, you were about to say spunky. I feel very, <laughs> my nana always says that. I'm like, nana, come on. Please stop. She's a very spunky girl. Yeah. Okay, spunky girl. Is she Irish? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Not to be sure. I've learned so much. I've learned so much on this journey. Yeah. I have. I feel like, I feel, I just feel like, you know, I feel empowered. Mm. And um, not in like a cliche way, but I just, I like, I, it's really nice to be, to talk to other women and not feel like you're in competition and just talk about oh, things that yeah. are here mm-hmm. in your core and yeah. your gut and things that matter and things that, you know, like I haven't spoken about that, like that school stuff in years and it just came out and I was like, wow, that's how that happened. But it's really I love lovely. that when stuff just comes mm. out. Yeah, it's really, it feels very safe. So I'm, I, I'm glad that we can, with the, A, that we're a part of a show that is talking about all these things and opening up conversations and be to be in this room with you two and talk about everything so openly yeah it's very nice i feel like i've learned a lot about both of you mm. yeah and uh, turn yeah. more about myself yeah yeah I've learned but, a lot about i you think it's days. so so like important to like again reveal certain parts of you to other women on and other guys and yeah. all your friends because you don't know what you might say something that really chimes with them that they might need to hear mm-hmm. And the less, like, the more you put yourself out there and, wear, like, wear your heart on your sleeve and say, this is who I am, like, you don't know how many... You might just say one thing that that person goes, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They might not even exactly. share it with you yeah. at the time. They might not even go, by the way, I've been going through that exact same thing, yeah. but they might go home that night and be like... Yeah, it might be, like, two weeks after, and they go, by the way, after you said that thing... Do... So I think just, yeah, being brave enough to open up certain things that might be challenging or scary... Mm-hmm 
for yourself, but also for your friends and the people mm-hmm. around you? Um, oh, I've learned so much from both of you. Amy, I think it was, it was something I picked up on a lot of things that you said around school and about kind of actually the bullying coming from girls. And what I took from that is that to any girls out there who are going through those certain things, they should take this as an example of a conversation that you can have with women. And I think it's not lacking because it is out there and it is in schools and there are amazing girls doing lots of things. But I think there are so many social pressures and and so many kind of school is fucking terrifying. It's but so it's so scary. nice to know that. And I went through certain things that you do. It's so nice to know that you go through that and there are conversations like this that you can have with women, like-minded women who are on the same flex as you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I feel very empowered by it, by it as well. And I think, I don't know, I've learned so much, but face your, face your fronts is a big one for me because I think it, it was only yesterday I was looking at something on Instagram and it, it, just, it just bothered me so much and I thought it was such a, like, it was so annoying and I was so angry and I was about to, like, type something out, but I didn't. Mm. And... I'm really glad I didn't because I shouldn't be putting my energy into anything like that. Yeah. My energy should go into what is happening right now in this room, what we are to- all talking about yeah. and the direction that I want to go in. And I think yeah. still you can be, f- you know, thrown like anyone. And I think that goes back to why we're all saying this room now, talking about sex and love. There are so many times that you're going to be pulled in different directions and yeah. they're all learning lessons yeah, and be careful where you put your energy. I yeah, think, like, cause, be really careful. Yeah, because Tiffany, yeah. Ti- I saw Tiffany Haddish speak. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. And she was saying, like, you won't catch me writing negative comments. You won't catch me talking negatively about people. She said, Obviously, I think negative things yeah. about certain individuals who I disagree yeah. with, but you'll only hear me talking about the people that I love yeah. and yeah. support and, and, what... and feel positively because that's where I want to focus my energy mm-hmm. not on that's the thing one of the one of the best tools you can learn one of the best things you can learn in life is to not waste energy on people that are not worth your energy and your yeah. time and you that's yeah. like the best piece of advice that you can give to anyone it's is just energy. it's just and it's such a waste of your time and it won't help you and i guarantee that the the moment you learn how to say no to certain people you will flourish yeah. Really important skill like, to have. Yeah. Can you imagine girls at school who are like, you know, and it's typical who have all just s- sat down for like a a bitch fest. Yeah. But if they if one of them just went, actually, do you know what? Instead of bitching today, <laughs> shall we kind of like have a chat about how we all are and what we like about each other? Yeah. Like everything would be so much better. Imagine. Yeah. Because yeah. that is draining. That kind of negative chat about other yeah. people and other like and Chris critical stuff it's just drains and it's you don't hard, get yeah. anything back from it you no. don't get replenished your energy level doesn't get replenished it just gets zapped from you whereas if you're in a conversation like this everyone's topping up each other's energy yeah and it's great yeah. and it can go on forever exactly yeah. oh thank you so much both <laughs> of you. you really really thank you i'm so happy i got to do this thank you for taking the time to talk so to good. me. Yeah, so um, happy to be here. Thank and you. And I like hope all you young ladies, old ladies, old men, and young men, <laughs> and lots of people, um, all you people out there have got, you know, have loved this as much as I have. And as always, mad, mad, mad amounts of love. We may have stopped talking, but that doesn't mean you have to. 
Talk to us on our Instagram at Girls Talk or send us your poetry, essays, stories, artwork or anything else you want to share at girlstalk.com. Mad love to Nike for helping us to create such great chat and even better actions for our girls. We are always here and we're always listening. I'm Adjua Boa, this was the Girls Talk podcast and you are amazing.